That's how we should start off everything. Let me tell you how much I hate Nick Scarpino. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your best friends, Greg Miller, alongside producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. I feel like my mouth is slow today. I was going to say, what is up with that jaw mouth? movement? There? You got a Dude, sore I'm jaw? To, no, I'm trying to warm what up my mouth. What were you doing mouth? with that jaw last night? <laughs> you know Eating an uh, entire bag of Cheetos. That's yeah, what I did nice, last night. Nice, I just nice, took it nice, down nice. like a fucking owed me my ah, shake it all around ah. all right. over here the hispanic heartthrob andy cortez returning to the show i'm warning my mouth too warming it up so sometimes yes. i notice on a, on a kind of funny games daily i'll sit down and all i've drank is coffee and i've talked to no one and let me tell you those are struggles out of the mm. box really Really, Nick? The show <laughs> just started. <laughs> like, yeah. just you had all this pre-show. <laughs> you hear his car start and he just drives away. I'll be back. Rounding out the quartet, Forbes, 30 under 30, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the engaged one at Tim Gettys. Let's him host. Uh, yeah, this drink situation is uh, precarious for me right now because I already had my Trenta iced coffee, so I'm sure. feeling the coffee mouth, sure. right? Yep. Um, there's no LaCroix in the, in the fridge, Oh no, which is... A struggle sure. for me personally, and I'm just looking around the fridge. I'm like, there's no, there's no Red Bull, there's no like sure. options. So here I am. I drinkless. am trying to cut back on the caffeine. I had a real rough one on Saturday, where <laughs> bender, we where I I hadn't drinking like the whole weekend just consisted of energy drinks, energy drinks, energy drinks, mm. and throughout the whole week as well because I've been doing the thing where I'm staying up until. Three in the morning, playing anthem, coming into work, this is the and it was like six hours of sleep, five hours of sleep, five, and then it just sort of compounds, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. And so Friday night, I was like, all right, hopefully we can get out of here early Friday. We had a little bit of an easier day on Friday. I was like, maybe I'll get out of here, take a nap for a while, but I had to stay behind because you know, Bear takes, you know, he Barrett has his social shit to do. So I was like, all right, well I'll wait around. So you guys and I went home immediately and uh, and streamed, and I shouldn't have because I should have slept. Yeah. Next day, it was Andrew Goldfarb's going away party or whatever, or yeah. his dinner or whatever. The, no, not a dinner. It was just at a really packed bar. Yeah. <laughs> and it was late at night, and I was in bed, like, trying to take a nap. I felt just garbage all day. Like, I wanted to vomit, and my body was feeling gross. No, no, don't. And I think maybe it, my body was like, hey, it's been 24 hours since your last energy drink, bro. Like, where? You're addicted. Come on. Yeah, yeah, I'm addicted. You're crashing. And I'm, I'm crashing, no. and, like, I just Detoxing. Felt, I felt like I needed a vomit, but I had a headache. And whenever I put my head against the pillow, it was such a relief. Like, everything felt great. And I still went to Goldfarb's thing, and it was, like, a fire hazard. This place had no business. We're happy to have you, though. That it was good to people. see you. You know what I mean? It was cool to hang. It yeah. was cool to hang, yeah. for sure. I was shocked that you were there. I wasn't there. But yeah. I was shocked that you were looking at stories that everyone's posting. I saw Alana was there. She was posting stuff. Mm -hmm. And then I saw what I thought was her post, but she was in it. And I'm like, huh, that's weird. And I was like, wait, why is Andy posting that? And I, I couldn't put together like that Andy actually showed up to this thing. Sure. You know what oh, I mean? I was I like, I saw that you posted it, but I still didn't believe that it was you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, Because you just don't do things. Well, it's like, so Barrett texted me. It was like, hey, we're heading over. I'm heading over to the bar. Like, I'm going to Uber. Do you want to catch? And I was like, I'm going to be a while. Like, I'm, it's, I should be up right now, but I feel like garbage. And I slept for another, like, 30 minutes. And then I headed out. And we got there. And it was just like, I got up to the front and Barrett smoking outside. And I look inside. It's like, where is the empty space to, like, chill? It was impossible walking. It was, it was slammed, yeah. It was impossible walking through the bar Latin and America tables Club, right Michigan. here. And people are waiting to order drinks. So they're yeah. in, like, the only walking space. It was a nightmare, dude. I don't like nightmare. That yeah. It's a hard pass for me. Yeah, I hadn't been there in like a decade. I was like, oh, okay, mm. we're back here. That's fine. We're I totally. It, it, on the way out, it was that thing where we were running late and uh, Jen was getting ready and I was just chilling her out, whatever. And uh, 
I was like, all right, finally time to go. And I stood up and I did the thing where I'm like, I was, I've been waiting on her for like, you know, 30 minutes or whatever she gets ready. Not that I care, but I mean, I get up and I'm like, all right, let's go. And then I pat down for my wallet and I, I was like, oh fuck, where's my wallet? And I ran around the house and couldn't find it. And she's like, fuck it. I got my passport, grab your passport for identifications and I'll just bring my credit card. Great. No problem. Got to Latin America club. Totally forgot it was cash only. Mm. So what it was, was me walking up to Barrett and going, Hey, you, you got cash. And well, actually we went to the back, right? And it was the ATM and I put in Jen's ATM card and it was like restricted for some reason. I was like, came back. I'm like, babe, you got cash? He's like, yeah. I'm like, cool. Give me $20. <laughs> and then I Venmo'd him 20 immediately. Yeah. This is my first time that I saw Greg that night. I'm at the ATM taking out money. Greg walks out of the restroom. Oh, look who showed up. Hey, take out an extra like 40, 50 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I was Venmoing everybody immediately. Yeah. By this point, it became just like, stay rich. everybody became my, stay rich. everybody Fake else money. is my ATM. Everybody Fake else money. is my yeah. ATM. I yeah, didn't yeah. have to worry about it. it was what, so wait, sorry. I, I was uh, going to the bathroom. When was this? Saturday night. Goldfarb's going away party. <laughs> so, uh, you guys have fun? It was great. It was great. It was, it was a really good cool time, time, man. Yeah. Did I, let me just... I was Hanging just out with lots of check friends. Your just check your Facebook. Check your Facebook. Did you see... Text or yeah. tweet or anything like that. Ask When's the last come. time you think you talked to Andrew Goldfarb? <laughs> the last... Well, okay. You would have talked to him the last time we had something here, but you didn't come. The last... <laughs> 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 no, I'm ask your... Answer your question with a question. Sure. Does talking shit count? No, I mean they have to talk to the person because yeah. I've talked a lot of shit about sure, Andrew of course, Goldfarb we all just have. on camera. Yeah, of course. so that it, with the Sucks. hopes, like the hard hopes that people like the, telling people, "Hey, tweet like clip this out." Yeah, and tweet yeah, at yeah. him. Give me some of the examples you said that you wanted to clip out and send to Goldfarb. Uh, I don't want to get too <laughs> actually. To be fair, uh, he did he did that nice tweet where he was like, "Oh, it's so sad." And, like there was like a box, and he's like, uh, those, and then Dorn Bush was behind it, and I almost tweeted, "I was like, are you taking Dorn Bush with you? Leave him there." It was a really sad tweet. <laughs> <laughs> It was really sad. Because you remember so, how sad it was to leave IGN? I do, yeah. yeah. Remember, you? it was you and me leaving. We got in the car. We pulled out on the road. You're like, are you okay? And like one tear rolled down. I'm like, I'm fine. One tear. Yeah. You're like, I sat on my balls. <laughs> <laughs> it was actually, I think, too, we were stealing sandbags. <laughs> we were afraid Fran was going to look in the trunk. Yeah, we were stealing sandbags. Bro, God. Up, oh, um, it's fine. Now Fran works for us. I think Pear's going to come. For, I dare Pear Schneider to come get these fucking sandbags. We'll call, you know, we're going to call it. We, we, we stole two sandbags. For my gen. We'll call sandbags. one pair and one <laughs> Schneider. That's what we're going to do now. That's great. We just had an amazing pre-show before this. Getting into Patreon.com slash kind of funny stuff. But right before we got into this, Andy was like, I need to tell you guys something, but we need to start the show to do yeah. it. And I don't want you to forget. Yeah, okay. So it w it's Friday afternoon, and I think it's just me, Barrett, Joey, and Cool Greg here at the office. Also, and thank God there's not a story about me. Right, don't get oh, don't get ahead of yourself. Get, damn it. Don't get ahead of yourself. <laughs> God damn and it. Barrett, or, or Greg or Nick walks up and says, oh, there's a story about guys. Me. <laughs> he says, guys, we need You to, are a fucking narc, by the way. To, You're not supposed to tell this story to me. We need to fuck with Tim because he left his computer unlocked. God damn it. And we need to fuck with it somehow. To which I said, Kevin, you know how I feel about this. I said, no, this is like a pact. Like we yep. don't do this yep. here. Because sometimes we need to leave our computers open to remote access it and upload stuff. Like, this isn't an accidental thing. Sometimes we just do this. And he's like, we got to fuck with it somehow. We got to fuck. Uh, and I did. No, now, granted, this isn't all just on Nick. I did come up with the idea to email <laughs> Forbes from your account and say, fuck you, take it back. <laughs> but uh, eventually I, I, dare heard, you. I heard him go back there. I think with Cool Greg or Barrett. No, Barrett was like, I'll, what I was going to do was you left it on. You left your screen unlocked. I was yeah. like, oh, I'm going to bring back the old school. Like, put, put my yeah. face on your thing. The old, right? yeah, the old face. <laughs> Here's how bad it's gotten with me <sighs> that I can't break rules. Is that Andy put the bug in my head 
hey, we don't do that here. And I was like, oh, is that a rule here? I didn't know that. I didn't vote on this rule. You guys never want to vote on any of my fucking cool rules. <laughs> no, we just right. vote against them. Same Open thing. <laughs> so we go up, and Barrett's like, I'll fucking do it. And I was like, Barrett, he's your boss. Ballsy, I like this. Let's go, right? Barrett's so desperate for we your We go approval. back that. We pull up multiple options of oh, pictures. Sure. Bad, I was like, the key ingredient to this picture is it has to be low res. Mm-hmm. So that when it stretches out... <laughs> It's gonna Across just my bug him. wide monitor. Yeah. But then what happened was I remember a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, you having to reset your desktop image and not knowing where that picture was. Oh. And I was like, we can't do this. I because if he that. doesn't know where this picture is, it's gonna piss him off. And I don't need to like I like to piss you off, but yeah. not the wrong way. Uh-huh. Like I like to do it the right way. So we ended up, I was just like, and then I went like this. I was like, let's just lock his computer. And then I went to, I looked at Barrett, I was like, how do you lock a PC? I don't know how to do this. No, but I I, I, I can hear him in the back talking to Barrett. He goes, nah, we shouldn't do this. God damn it, Andy, you fucking, like, you, you fucking, you did. Yeah, yeah. bad about it. Hey, oh, I wouldn't have given a fuck. You guys can, like, fuck around, like, with my desktop and shit like that. I don't care. That's funny. Cool. Uh, but, I, we've told this story before uh, on the show, but. Yeah, you, you, you got to just word of advice to people. If don't you work with anybody, really, just don't do it. Yeah. It's there's so much at risk that you can just get in trouble. You can get someone else in trouble. I will never forget <sighs> learning at IGN yeah. that this is what the video team does yeah. is they fuck with each other and they put horrible things on each other's desktops when they aren't looking. So I decided to do that to one Sean Finnegan and I might have took it too far because <laughs> you got can you believe me? No, Going too you? far. I went way or too Sean far. Finnegan what is being you? too sensitive. I don't want to explain what it was. Because it was vile. Um, but I put it on the screen. Yeah. And then I was like, Nick's going to see this and he's going to fucking crack up. Like, really, it was just to make Nick Yeah, of course. Laugh, Not you know? that's all As that everything was. should be. And this was that we, all sat, we all sat in this like little cluster together. The, video, when the video team was only like eight people. That was fun. And uh, so we're there. And I do this. And then eventually, um, it, the weekend passes. And on Monday morning, Eric Hart texts me yeah. and goes, Tim. Did you do something to Finnegan's computer? And I was like, fuck, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And immediately my heart like Eric's not sank, fun dead. And I was just like, oh, fuck. He's like, he's fun dead until it's like, no, no, yeah, no. Yeah, then he's hey. real bad. Then he's real bad. He's like, hey, uh, too far. <laughs> um, we need to fix this. And I was like, cool. Can you just turn off the, the, the thing? And he goes, so the computer's locked. <laughs> So when you move the mouse, it comes up and it's the image is there, but there's just a little control thingy that says like you can't do this unless you log in. Yeah. And we don't know Finnegan's password. Yeah. So I had to call Finnegan and be like, dude, you're gonna get to work very quickly. Move the shit, put your thing in. There's some really bad images on there. We can't let people see. And it was just this whole like Mission Impossible thing. <laughs> and like that's the worst of Finnegan fuck. because Finnegan historically late to Wait work to all the time. And so there was there was a lot of a uh, a risk. We would got you, through it together, though, ladies and gentlemen. Would you believe okay. that that exact thing happened six years earlier with me and one Craig Baradon, where I accidentally I, I would I would I put that's right. the worst picture you could <laughs> possibly imagine <laughs> on his thing. No, I mean you just you don't know. I'm like we're all dumbasses. Yep. And it's not until someone reacts to it that you go, oh, no, oh, I've made shit. a terrible mistake. Yeah. And you know how I get nervous sometimes and do the opposite thing? Like, you know, I'll be like, like when Kevin wants to sneak me through lines, he's like, just don't say anything. And so I'll immediately say, <laughs> I'm like, not supposed to be in this I'm line, but I'm saying. I hate that about you so much. <laughs> I got nervous when I put this thing on Craig's, uh, I'm not going to describe the image, but it was. We can imagine. Phallic. Let's put it that way. <laughs> like in Kevin's imitation. And. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
monsters. All of us. So I, uh, but I got nervous and I was like, oh wait, how do I, how do I undo this? And instead of undoing it, my muscle memory kicked in. I hit control, like delete, enter and just locked his screen. And then Eric was like, what did you, did you just lock his screen? Like you did the opposite of what you were supposed to do. I had to call Craig up and be like, I need the password to your computer. And he's like, why? I'm like, you left it unlocked. I did the thing. He was like, don't even, it's fine. So Here's the password. It. Just reset. Like, I'll reset yeah. when I get it. It was the worst. It was thing a lot ever. harder dealing with Finnegan because he's Finnegan. Yeah. So it was just like, why? I don't understand, bro. Do do well, I've do got this? half a page of a script on there. Don't delete it. <laughs> that's, that's really mean. <laughs> <laughs> that, like, crossed the line. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, before we get into the rig and roll and really start the show, I need to give a shout out, of course, to my. Overwatch League team, the New York Excelsior, currently mm, six and zero. Oh, Andy, you know what I mean? You're undefeated. I hate it. <laughs> They're yeah, so are. good. You're undefeated. They're so good. I hate it, dude. Remember, we said whoever said Overwatch uh, League team would send me merch first would get. I'd become a fan of. It I mean, technically, I mean, technically, it Mika's not a part of the Excelsior. Mika Burton gave this to me. This is your asterisk. Okay. Yeah, she said, no. I'll, I'll, uh, what's your counter argument? I'll listen. We were at the over. I mean, so you said wh- whichever team sends me something first. Sure. Mika is just a big Excelsior fan, and she also oh. works like for Overwatch League. Get obviously. on it, And so she came up, and I guess throughout these text messages, uh, she said, "I'm going to buy you a jersey." Oh, this I'm gonna is a good point. This I'm going to make you an Excelsior fan, and so she took huh. me down to the store, huh. bought off. the jersey with her Rip really cool. Uh, employee discount. I wish I would have been hooked up, but that's cool. Totally cool. Um, I mean, but the jersey's like, way small. It's not way small. It's my problem with the, with with their shop. It's an XL, but it's not. I mean, I usually XL is a bit. Does that look like an XL? Like it's a it's a definitely a slimmer shirt. Mm. So my problem with the Overwatch League store guys, and keep this in mind if you're trying to buy something. I bought two items of merchandise from the Dallas Fuel store. I bought a T-shirt, the one that says like. DAL and then fuel. It's black. Mm-hmm. It's a medium and it's a little bit larger than I'm used to. Like it's not a slim fit sort of t-shirt. Yeah. The <laughs> sleeves are longer. It's just like a baggier medium shirt. I'm like, ah, that's whatever. It's fine. I'll wear it. And then the custom jersey that I ordered that says nitro rifle in the back. Yeah. It's a fucking small. Like this is the small. It's a medium. It's I bought a medium, but it's like mm. totally like is it be, but fucking is it, tight. Is it, is it all made out of this material? Because yeah. I cannot stand this material. I love it because it feels like I'm doing exercises. Yeah, it feels good. You know it, what I mean? It, like I'm about to go to fucking like, run with the rock. It's supposed yeah. to be quick dry or whatever it is, but it just it always reminds dry me of fit or whatever. Is that what it is? It always reminds me of like really cheap Halloween costumes mm. where you wear it. You're like, this is those. uncomfortable and this doesn't, it doesn't flex at all. Well, and when flex, I sweat, I don't, I don't Well, like cause it. when Greg's playing, it's also way to too revealing. To, uh, yeah. When I'm out there, uh, you know, elbow to elbow with my boy Pine, we're out there making some cool overwatch. <laughs> How do you moves. know Pine? I'm a fan. I'm an Excelsior <laughs> man. I don't just put on the jersey okay. and not oh, learn Pine's call. name. Good all call. right. His name is, uh, his name is a uh, big boy Pine is what they call him. Okay. He's one of the best snipers in the league. That's I, why we roll together. But man. right now the Ride meta together, the together. meta does not uh, take advantage of snipers, so we haven't really seen a whole lot of pine. But there's the XL are just like the they're the Golden State Warriors. Like it doesn't matter which characters are the best right now and which characters get nerfed or buffed. Like they're the best either way, and I hate it. That's, That's why so the best uh, podcaster in the business. He's Gotta out there it. supporting Gotta them now. It. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you didn't know, ladies and gentlemen, this is the kind of <laughs> funny podcast. He's my boy. <laughs> kind of funny podcast each and every week. Four best friends gather on this table, each Fuck. coming to talk to you about whatever it is they want to talk about. You, for some reason, like that. If you want to go the extra mile, go to patreon.com slash kind of funny, where you can watch us record the show live days before it goes.
goes anywhere else. You can get it on demand, ad-free, uh, as an MP3 and video. Or if you just want to wait and have no bucks to toss our way, you can get it for free on YouTube.com slash KindOfFunny, RoosterTeeth.com, podcast services around the globe. My mistake, it's Big Boss Pine, not Big Boy Pine. I thought it didn't sound right, but Big I didn't want to dime you out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't want to embarrass you. You know what I mean? It's a fake Overwatch uh, leak. Either way, it's fucking lame. Hey, we burned burn blue. blue. We burned burn blue, blue on Friday, man. It was a great win, dude. Ooh, Saturday. What's, what's your record? What's your team's record? Uh, three and two. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Nick, it's not too late. Come on over. We're going into New York soon. Do you we, want to go to New- When are you going to Dallas? Never. When are you going true. to New York? Soon. You make a lot of points. But do they burn blue? They kind of do. I mean, it's a blue shirt. Like, what? Do you need I, a good catchphrase? Again, you know, I, be good, you what's want the catchphrase for Excelsior? X going to give it to you. You know what it is? It's Timber! Because it's pine. Timber! It comes in. Bang, bang, bang. Their hashtag is ever upward. Ooh, Nick likes that though. No, no, that's well, burn blue, bro. It was, what does it that was even mean? That's a propane erect. slogan. Burn blue. Yeah, we propane. burn blue, dude. But blue is the it's, fucking warmest color. Kevin knows that. It's the hottest blue. It's the hottest fire. It's the hottest blue, dude. Housekeeping for you, Kansas City. We're coming for you. March 30th, New York, we're coming for you April 6th. That's right, the Kind of Funny World Tour rolls on. Choo you can choo. go to kindoffunny.com slash events <laughs> find choo. out all yeah. the details for the Kansas City like meetup, March 30th, choo the choo. New York meet and greet, uh, April 6th. Remember, if you're in the KC area, our meet and greet on uh, March 30th, Saturday night, is free at the Flying Saucer, but if you want to go the extra mile, we're doing a bunch of panels at Planet Comic Con, including me on a super, the Superman panel of my life. Hell yeah. Tom wow. Welling from Smallville, Micah Rosenbaum from Smallville, Dean Kane from Lois and Clark. Uh, also that day, I'm interviewing McFoley. Also that day, Nick's doing the panel with Henry Winkler. Yeah, one on one. How excited are you for that? I, I, how long is the panel? An hour. Great. You and the wink. Yeah. Great. You and the yeah. wink, dude. Just me and him, huh? Yeah. Great. You got this. <laughs> yeah. I really liked your idea of trying to convince him to interview you. Yeah. That's what I was hoping for. Because everyone knows everything about Henry Winkler. but Everybody knows everything about Henry people, Winkler. Do people aren't going to know as much about me. So what I figure is I turn it on its side. Yeah. He comes out, everyone applauds, you and he goes, KFM. I'm super excited to introduce you to your guest today. He is uh, the co-host of a show called KFAF, yeah. the greatest show on the internet. Uh, great hair. Goes to a barber. Please welcome Nick Scarpino. Goes and to I come a barber. Out. And oh, I talk about my highlights life. of this sure. life. I don't think that's wrong. It, it, I'll do you one better. If that doesn't take off the way you want it to, I will be able to wait long enough before my Superman panel that I can try to be first question. Yeah. And I'll get up and just be like, oh, hey, pleasure to meet you, Mr. Winkler. Questions for Nick. Yeah. Uh, Nick, you know, I was going to some questions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I won't make it about KFAF because mm. that show is getting too much political. Great job. Great, Great show. show. <laughs> really good show. Good show. Yeah. Good show also, I want to thank all of our Patreon producers. This is closing off January and then starting February. There's a lot of names. Pour yourself a soda. Drew Ernie. Uh, Karash. Ju- Josani, Josavi, Josavi, uh, James Davis, DJ Kento, Bert Meg, that motherfucker, yeah. Mark Freeman, Patrick Higgins, Gabe C, Pizza Burgers, <laughs> Ramiro Gonzalez, Mike McLaughlin, Ty Moore, Willie Lopez, Ty Smith, Kieran O'Donnell, Dom Dom Dom, uh, John Totlin, uh, Sam David, Drew Gardier, Gardier, Gardner, Gardner. Parker, <laughs> oh Parker Luckenbach, uh, Eric. Metzung, uh, Devin Holbrook, Mohammed Mohammed, Patrick Higgins, Ty Moore again, Kieran O'Donnell again, Gabe C again, Sam Davis again, Mike McLaughlin again. Thank you all for your support. You we all. couldn't do it without you. In the arms of Are they dead? <laughs> They're dead. Yeah. Oh, I see where you're going. Say, nice. All right, say we're brought to you by Skillshare and Upstart, but I'll tell you about that later. For now, Tim, you demanded to tell some crazy story. Guys. This weekend was fucking wild. It better be. Every once in a while, I have things happen in my life that I'm just like, God, 
I, I'm so happy that I have an outlet like the Kind of Funny Podcast to be able to tell these stories of just the the random things that I fall into. And I made sure that I didn't tell anybody about this nice. until this is them saving it for this because I need the most genuine reactions. Hold on, me, real quick, real quick, God. real quick. Does anybody else have a very positive story like Tim does that can follow up the story that I'm going to tell after him? I, I have a negative story. Fuck, mine's a negative story too. Okay, okay go ahead. I'm go not ahead. saying mine's positive oh, necessarily, okay. but it's gonna. It's a it's laugh. It's you. a riot. I'm letting. I'm letting people. I don't know if it's a laugh. It's oh, weird. Fuck. Okay. It's fucking weird. And I'm letting everybody know right now. Things are about to get weird. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. Me and my friends go out. Uh, boys' night. James Burke. Gia is. I'm not gonna name names. That's a key <laughs> thing about this story. Colonel. Not naming names. Current. Okay. Colonel. You guys, Sorry. for the sake of this and for the Kevin? sake of your your mind, cool I want everybody to be able to uh, just what, any of my friends <laughs> that you've heard of, Gia you can you can you can sub them in or out yeah. accordingly. Scott. Okay, however you want, just in your mind's eye, Kevin. I'm saying right now, don't guess who this may or may not be. I'm not guessing. Kevin, don't stuff. do this to you. No names will be used. We know it's you, innocent. Kevin. Don't know. Don't say it's you. We know it's you. Because while I'm okay telling the story, I'm not sure that everyone else would be. Sure, Kevin's embarrassed by his antics in the story. So, Gia. Out in Nashville, doing a little like girls trip, whatever, celebrating. I don't know what the fuck she was. She texted me. We texted for a while. I thought that was random. Yeah, she ran into Nia Jax, WWE superstar, at a random bar in Nashville. (laughs) Too scared to talk to her though. Yeah, it was cute story. (laughs) Um, So she she's over there doing her thing, which means I have the weekend to myself in my house. Could not be happier. I'm like, I got this video game to play that I'm really excited about. No one's gonna I, touch me. You're pretty right, stoked no about that. No one's gonna touch me. Yeah. I can sleep as long as I want. I can just, you know, no, like, you slept this, in. Huh? Slept. It was so yeah, weird. Yeah, it was dude. so weird seeing you hug Gia during the proposal video. Yeah, yeah we just all talked about weird. it. It felt weird. right. Um, but yeah, I slept a lot, and I was like, oh, but I had one thing that I had a prior engagement. I was just like Saturday night. I'm gonna hang out with my with my boys. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? But this is not. This is just for clarity. Like, you didn't go to the gold farm thing. No, no, because I also I didn't go. Did not I didn't know about it. Get an invite or whatever. Facebook. Yeah, you were invited yeah. for sure. I saw. I, you on I, Facebook saw, I saw. And we, we had a whole conversation with me and Joy. I was going to, but I already had this plan. Sure. So I was like, I got to do this. I haven't seen them in too long. So one by one, they all bail, and I'm like, tonight is going to be perfect. It's just me and one of my friends, Kevin. Um, I can say Curran because he ended up not doing the rest of this. Oh, this good. Plan. Now it's like, guess who are eliminating people? Good. I like this. <laughs> so wait, everyone but one person. Decided to bail on this thing, yes. and you didn't go like call it. You well, didn't call it because the, like, with me, me and Curran were the ones that had plans, and we yeah. hadn't seen each other for a while. Just the two of us, like, yeah. like it was just a good time. So I was like, great, this gives me an excuse to go get Gordos because he'll get Gordos, and there's not going to be a fight over where we're going to eat. We go get the Gordos. We go to to Yancey's, just us drinking some beer in the hood, and I'm like, this is great. I'm going to be able to go home, be home by like. 9.30, mm-hmm. play some oh, games, yeah. fall asleep whatever great. the fuck I want to fall asleep. Sure. It's no pop be, chips in the bed. It's going to be no pop chips, dude. It's going to be so great. That's not how this night ended. Um, I'm having a great time with him, but then and keep in mind, it's like 7.30 at this point, all right? And I'm just looking. I'm like, oh, two hours and I'll be home. Then one by one, each one of those friends goes, you know what? I think I am going to come out. And I was no. like, God damn it. And no. they start giving times and they're like 9 p.m., no. 10 p.m. No. Uh, one dude says 10.30. Uh, and I'm like, and Karen's like, you know what? Let's just stay. And I'm like, I can't say no to this. I'm already here. Yeah. So whatever. We're just hanging out. One by one, these friends start coming. It is now 11 p.m. We have a whole motley crew of people, at which point Curran leaves after hanging out with the group. Yeah. I'm like, you motherfucker. I now, now I'm stuck with this. Some of my best friends in the world <laughs> stuck with them. Um, we're there. Keep drinking. And it just keeps getting later and later and later. Now, here is where I'm like, at some point, I'm going home. I was wrong. 
strip I was club. fucking wrong. Yeah, I was. I was gonna say. I wish this was kind of like a like it, it, we had an audience voting where it pops up and there's like a time and it counts down of like where we're going. No, not even that. Just like vote on where you think the story. You'll going. never fucking guess. Trust me. You got laced. Guess. You so, did some cocaine and it wasn't what you thought okay. it was. We're here and it's a, at this point a group of about maybe five of us and I have this one friend. That always needs to up the ante. Whatever we're doing, it's not good enough. James we need Burke. we need to go one thing further. Okay, it's, James it's definitely not James Burke. <laughs> but he's the type of guy where you're just like, like, oh, let's go to a bar, and he's like, let's go to a gay bar. It's like, let's go to a club. Let's go to a strip club. Yeah, you know, like, let's get. I was hoping he was gonna say let's go to a gay, gay club. club. We're like, what? I was <laughs> like, maybe are you just are you gay? Yeah, are you maybe maybe just trying to explore sexuality. Totally, we're totally fine with that. Okay, my friend. Let's go to I let's go gay. Let's go to Punk Golf. Gay Punk Golf. Or like, let's get pizza. He's like, let's get some Ethiopian food. And it's just like, why? Why are you trying to be like this, dude? So this whole time we're having a great time at this bar, and he's just like trying to get us to like go out, leave the sunset, go downtown. I'm like. I hate that. I hate that. Because you can just see, you're like, no, I can see all the potential pitfalls. We're already at a great bar. It's 11 Mm o'clock. You don't want to be there past 930. You're already an hour and a half overdue. Exactly. You just say no. You're too nice. That's the problem. Here's the thing. But at this point, you know. Ghosts like Nick does. We're having a lot of fun Uh, together. I'm the one that ghosts. It was great. <laughs> look away. Um, so we're there, and at this point, it is now. I ghosted with you. It's we coming up. We're horrible people. It's like coming up on like 1.30 a.m. Like we're fucking. It's late. It's late. We're in this bitch, right? It's like, cool. It's going home time. Then it's so hard to talk to like names. I almost slipped there. Uh, people go, dude, I did this crazy thing last month that we should do. And it's like, what? It's like a museum for sex. And I was like, what does that mean? In, in. And he's just like. You just go, and it's like there's like a bunch of exhibits, and it's just people fucking hot. What? Like, like, real, like real, real people? And I'm like, real people? And he goes, yeah, dude, they're just fucking. And I was like, this is fucking weird. He's like, yeah, it's nuts. It's like you just walk, and there's just a bunch of just different like it's like exhibits, and you just go, and just people fuck it. And I'm like, that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah like, I want to go. That's, that's, that's way better than a strip club. Let's go. I was like, where is it? And he's like, oh, it's in the tenderloin. And I was like, tenderloin. Like, okay, like the weird shit in the tenderloin for yeah. sure. And, it, and we're all there talking, and it's just like, oh fuck, like when we should go to this thing. He's like, dude, we can go right now. And I was like, what the fuck? He's like, yeah, yeah, It's like, it's open at night. It's open late night. Yeah, that like, makes sense. It's open, like, uh, all night, but from two to five specifically, like, it's, it'll be easiest for us to, to get in. Like, I'm sure we'll be able to. And Wait, from two in the morning to five in the morning? Mm-hmm. It's Okay. And so we're all, like, laughing about this. and like, what the fuck, dude? Like, of course you have this story, but yeah, let's fucking go. Yeah, we, like, go. hype each other up. And there's, like, one guy in the group. It was just like, let's not do this, guys. Like, this doesn't sound like a good idea. But, like, he gets knocked down. And then he gets in the car with us to to go. We get in the Uber. We head over. And it's the whole time we're, like, laughing about this, like, asking questions. Like, how do you know about this? What the fuck is going on? And none of us know what we're about to get into. Like, the way you describe it, it's like, oh, it's like this weird sex Sex museum. museum, Right? The exhibits are really fucking. So we get there. (laughs) We get in line. We start to go in. There's a line? Uh well the, yeah I mean you have to you have to pay admission oh, okay. right? these people they got us get the exhibits up and running <laughs> right yeah exactly and uh, so it was sixty dollar cover and I'm like that's Jesus a lot of money but, it's but like, for live sex and then we're, at this point we're like we're fucking here yeah, we're it's here. two something a.m. like we're gonna do this did so they we, give you ponchos because you're in the splash zone guys I would have bitched out we pay we walk in 
And this, like, we all have that nervous, like, this is funny. Like, we're doing this stupid fun thing. I can't wait to tell this on the podcast. I did not expect what was about to fucking yeah. happen, guys. We get in, and it goes from, like, oh, this is funny to holy fuck, where the fuck am I? So quickly, when they hand us those fucking masks with the noses. Oh, the, the you know eyes, wide, eyes wide shut. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, my God, guys, we're at a sex club. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, like in the pornos you watch. Like, yeah. Holy shit. So we put these I fucking to masks there. on. We put the mask on and we walk in. Kind of Dancing bear. Dude, guys, it'll, yes. All right. Bum, bum, it's bum, just bum, this place. Bum, 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 There's bum, just bum. people fucking everywhere. Are they behind everywhere. glass? No. It's Some of nice them club. are. It's a sex club. So the exhibits that he was talking about, they're just fucking rooms that anybody can go in and fuck in front of other people. And I, start, I look over at the wall, and there's a list. Awesome. There's a list of rules. Yeah, this and is not a museum. Sex club. This, this isn't a museum. It's not a museum. It is a sex club. It's called Power Exchange. I would love uh, it. I would love it if Yusuf was like the tour guide. <laughs> like, yeah. dude, the power. They used to throw GDC parties at the Power Exchange. There used to be a company. What was the company? Like Wolf something? Uh, Adult Entertainment know. in San Francisco. The Power Exchange has been around for a long time, and Kevin's right. They closed, but they must have reopened. They used to have a big club, and they used to throw. I remember this because people used to go to GDC parties, and every once in a while, I'd hear stories of people going and seeing people that we know. <laughs> Power Exchange, America's wildest, eighteen plus sex club. Yeah, it is a sex club. It's a straight up. It's a fucking sex club. Like that. Those the masks and shit. I think that was the night we were there that they were just promoting that. Gotcha. Um, so you go in and there's rules and the rules are, there's like long list of rules and essentially like this thing's on the up and up where it's like, it's, t- it's legal. Oh yeah. Totally. No, no. Yeah. People used to, I mean, this used to be like legit, like, like bondage, uh, oh, S&M it still is. thing. It still is. Uh, the, but the rules were just like, Hey, Here they are. anything goes as long oh, go for it. Rules. Go. Number one, no cell phones, cameras, or recording devices. Yeah, right. Good luck. police. Number two, that. do not turn off lights. Number three, no touching without permission. Number four, no loud talking, laughing, or rude behavior while scenes are occurring. Number five, no solicitation of any type. Number six, no alcohol or drugs allowed. No sleeping. <laughs> Number seven, condoms are required for penetration, not oral. Number eight, please clean up after yourself. Those are great rules. Actually, um, I follow those rules most of the time. <laughs> most of the time. Yeah. yeah so those I put rules, my cell phone in another room. Those rules were being followed. They watch you turn your phone off uh-huh. when you go in. And like they have a bunch of bouncers on the inside, but like they're undercover that are like policing the whole situation. Because <laughs> like, like, someone just comes out with a kendo stick. Obviously, like th- this is some real shit going on where it's like this needs to be properly policed. Right? <laughs> Slipknot's playing? <laughs> <laughs> on the, on Power best. Exchange Twitter, they just did 12 minutes ago. Our friends from at Slipknot just announced their North American tour. We'll be at the 727 Shoreline Amphitheater in Mountain. All right. Great. Good to know, Power Exchange. <laughs> Here, here's my question. Yeah. Because you know, you you got my curiosity. I'm this, sure, obviously. What? Maybe this is an insensitive question. No. But I always imagine that. Like what caliber of jump sex ahead. are we answer, seeing here? Answer your question. Answer your answer your you see what I'm saying? So this place is fairly big, um, three stories, yeah. and each of the story kind of has a different vibe. And it's as like, I, I was explaining this like to Gia, gym. I was explaining this to Gia, and she kind of like thought it was like, oh, like designed. I'm like, no, no, no. It's just because of the amount of lighting. And like, yeah. it's not like that's a aesthetic choice. All right, but the downstairs is called the dungeon. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then, then there's an upstairs that has like balcony. On the main floor, there's like a bunch of stripper poles. And it's just, it's free for all. Like anybody can just do whatever they want. You get a discount if you're a guy, if you go in naked just wearing a towel. You, you, did discount? you do that? We did not do you that. You cheap bastard. No. Do women get in for free? Pretty much. I would assume. Yes. Yeah. And let, let me let me set the Yeah, hold on. Here, here right. I, I, prices Sunday through Thursday, single 
in male attire is $40. Couples are $40. Single in female attire is $5. So yeah, $35 price difference there. Friday and Saturday, a male, uh, single male is $60. Couple is $50. Single female is $10. What, what is towel. the... Oh, I see. I do not saying. see the towel. There was, de- there was definitely a towel system going on because there was I a do lot see of dudes and attention towels members and of the U.S. Armed Forces. Fifty percent off any visit to Power Exchange. Yeah, I would say there service. was about a hundred people in this building. Yeah, all right. I would say that about seventy-five of them were men. Sounds about were right. men. Men. Okay. And I would say that, like there was a, a lot of fucking going on. There was a lot of blowjobs going on. But what there was the most of going on, it's just dudes jerking off everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> fucking everywhere. That sounds about right. <laughs> We're all we're here to just like, the corner and I'm just there. Dude, no, oh my god. So that was the funniest thing is I'm there and I was like, I mean I've, I knew what I was getting into, so it was whatever. But well, actually, I didn't know what I was getting into, actually. But like once I was there, but I was you like, kinda hoped that it would be something like not no, like this, but dude, like something no, crazy. No, right? no, 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 no. Like I really thought, I don't know why. I don't know why. Probably because your friend, your dumbass friend was like, it's a sex museum. And you're like, no, motherfucker. God, such a fucking idiot. This is a the way he explained it was not what it was. <laughs> yeah. So we're all here, this big group of guys, and like, he was like, it's this crazy sex museum laugh. where you go in and guys just jerk off on you all. <laughs> <We're> like, <laughs> it's great. It's not on you, but like, dude, it's just fucking everywhere. There was That's, just there's yeah, so many plastic everywhere. Just, just everywhere. Um, but then there'd just be like people fucking. Like, there was this dude with like two women just having a fucking threesome on a bed with like surround. There was like a a couch surrounding them, like a, one of those uh, L-shaped couches of just like ten dudes just jerking it, <laughs> just watching them, and I'm like, this is fucking really weird, guys. But we're here, and it was so hard for us not to laugh because we kept making eye yeah, contact. And as I'm looking over, and oh, some of my man. friends wearing these stupid ass masks. <laughs> like, <and I'm> like, <laughs> some so of my friends like would walk away, and <laughs> like it, the mask is weirdly disguising. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because it takes up so much of your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every once in a while, I just catch one of my friends walking towards me, just smiling, and just with this mask, I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "Oh my god, okay, it's him." Like, <laughs> like there's some weird shit going on. But dude, there's just glory holes left wanna, and right. Do you think they'd let me in if I wore if I wore a mask, but then a shirt with my face on it? Yeah, like, would probably. they let me do that? So that's the thing is, I'm or a wearing, shirt with Andy's face on it. I'm wearing the, the <laughs> no, kind subscri- of funny glitch. You, subscribe to our YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah, great. I was wearing the kind of funny glitch tee and the kind of funny uh, Letterman jacket. So I'm just like, the so, mask is. Somebody's gonna walk over and be like, Tim. Tim. Yeah. But, uh, so oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Tim. <laughs> but uh, so most of the fucking dude. I didn't like, like that. Fran called those anthem things oh reviews. My God, no, no. But yeah, it, it was fucking. Minutes, it was weird. Now here's the thing. You'd think the clientele. It's like you. You think it's one or the other. It's like super hot people or like super not hot people that shouldn't be there. You'd be surprised to know it was neither of those things. Yeah. It was just the most normal ass motherfuckers. Like it was a bunch of anywhere between a three and a seven. Okay. Right? Like that's, that's actually it. that's fine for me. And it's, it's a good just, ratio. It's just be fine a with bunch that. of normal people getting their fuck on. Yeah. And you're like, I just get to be a part of this. But you always knew which exhibit this. had people like having action go on because it'd just be a huge Giant. cluster of yeah. like just fucking watching. <laughs> like God, it was fun. <laughs> like, seriously, here, here, here's, here's the sad thing. This is what I, I'm trying. I'm racking my brain to try to figure out how I can explain this to my wife to a point where she'd actually want to go to this. And the the closest. Analog I have is I one time got her to go to walk through the Folsom Street Fair with me. She had been before and was like, I, "No, I'm good. Once is enough for me." But we just so happened to park right next to it. I'm like, "We gotta go. We gotta go. This is kismet." And I think that was it. I think they it was got the churros only- <laughs> yeah, right. uh, of a sort. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> of a sort. Um, yeah. How do we go? How do we go to this? I, I want to see this thing, know, dude. I'm, I'm definitely down you to go again? again just to like fucking experience yeah. it with you guys. Would you go? Weird. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's fucking weird though. Like, 
But the thing that I appreciate is it was a, a no kink shaming zone. Everyone's there for the right reasons. Yeah. You know what I mean? They want to just jerk. So wait, like, where are they jerking off to, though? Are they, the are they covering with their hands? Well, that's the, 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 the big clean the rule. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, yeah, into, into their hands. Okay. They're not just doing it on the floor. You just... <laughs> They no, away. No. <laughs> it's like it's like when you that one. Uh, the, I think they do it not five guys, but where you can take the peanut shells and toss them on the ground. <laughs> Jesus, oh, that's yeah, hilarious. no, dude, and it was weird because like we be kept a lot of getting peanut deeper. Shells. We kept getting deeper and deeper in learning the rules and like the the bartering systems and everything of of how this all works. Now here's the thing: one of the rules, no solicitation. There was definitely prostitutes there, hundred fucking percent. Like when they say no solicitation, are you not? Does that mean you can't go up to someone and say, no. "Hey, I want to fucking blow you"? You can do for that. money. Yeah. It's the money that you oh, can't. The, so the you can't say, hey, I'll, I'll blow you for $10. Okay. Yeah. But that other thing, it's the most fascinating people watching of all time. How you, you think it's interesting to be at a bar and see two people approach each other and start talking. Be like, oh, will they, won't they? It's like that. Except the will they, won't they is, is somebody about to get their fucking fuck on. vagina fuck right now. Eaten out. Yeah, let's eat that. Very eat publicly. Ass. You know, I saw some things, man. We have common sense from single males approaching couples. Yeah, this is this. from uh, powerexchange.com. Include both partners in conversation and try to talk to the male first. Never ask the female half of a couple to meet you alone. Don't look around corners. Be friendly, not creepy. Be honest and don't make claims you can't follow through with, like false bravado or tales of your sexual prowess. Don't be overly assertive as you are not conquering a sexual partner. You are trying to compliment an already happy person on a sexual adventure themselves. Yeah, and I saw a lot of that. I also saw this dude with one of those little whips with the tassels on ah, it. Nice. Cat like, of nine tails. Uh, cat of nine tails. Hot. Exactly. I would just stand there with two women just bent over, just taking turns, like spanking both of them, with just a bunch of people just watching all this happen. It was bizarre. And like, it's so crazy how quickly it all gets kind of um, like normalized. Normalized. Yeah. You get desensitized to like the ridiculous things going on. Like, Watching this woman just eat out this guy's asshole. Oh, you saw a chick eat a guy's asshole? Yeah, just, ah. just it's it right there, man. You know what I mean? Like, I, what an adventure. How long did you hang out there for? We were there, I mean, it felt like an Could hour. you close that motherfucker down? No, no. <laughs> it was probably like 20 minutes, Okay, I would say. Because I like, did. Now, here's, my, Nick, here's something that I, I really wanted to tell you. Yeah. There's um, like one I'm of in, the, by the way. Let's go tonight. Let's go. The Are they open on Monday? There's this like, like divider wall. Yeah, they open at night. <laughs> there's this divider wall that just has three glory holes in it. Now, the thing about it, though, is you it, since it's just a divider in a room, you can see both sides if you just walk. So you can see who, oh, like, sure. what's going on. So you can see who's blowing So you up. just see these, like, people just bl- fucking blowing and some dude just, like, you know, putting it in the hole, right? <laughs> like, that's just a normal thing happening. But then what we noticed was going on is there's these girls that just wanted it. Like, they just wanted to suck a dick, but there was no dick to suck. So they would just sit at the So you stepped hole. up to the plate. <laughs> I was like, well, okay. No. James Burke's like, dude. <laughs> so so she's, she's like on her knees, facing the hole, miming fellatio. All right? Okay. Just like hoping that someone sees this and is like, I'm up next. She's, yeah. So yeah. Just she's going, it's my time. And I just, like, she got it eventually, you know? And I'm just like, good I'm for a, you. Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say... It, should, it probably doesn't take that long if there is a willing female mm-hmm. in the group that's 75% men to get to get a dick through that hole. Yeah. And good good for both of them. I don't know that I could I don't know that I could do that though. Do it? Just I over, couldn't do it. Like, I could watch it though. I'll watch the shit all this. Yeah. Oh fuck yeah, I'll and watch that, this. That's the thing. It's just like I mean, did, did the guys <laughs> knock on the wall, Nick? You know what I'm talking about, right? I'm sorry, what? Like, never mind, never mind. <laughs> Glory Hall is No, that's that that was my question. Like, I, 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 like, ah. Uh, 
It just seems so like hey, if you're into unsafe. It, good for you. No, it's totally I'm, fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm not judging from a moral standpoint. I'm saying more from just like a how how many how many D's have been in that M mm-hmm. all night. You know what I mean? Like how many other guys are just disgusting human beings going around there spreading God knows what in this club? Mm-hmm. I don't want any part. Yeah, of this. somebody who doesn't like to sleep on top of the hotel comforter. <laughs> like, I don't, the whole thing. Is like, yeah, I've seen Greg Miller literally wrap a tissue around a remote control in a hotel <laughs> yeah. before. Be like, so I don't want every time we all left and immediately like take off your clothes outside, over, burn like, everything. It was kind of like that was the thing we just did. Thanks, dude, for and you inviting us. Like, wait, this? where's that one guy? Where's where's guy five? <laughs> Never heard. Where's the guy that wanted to come to the sex museum? But it was definitely like, thing of all of us. Like, I'm stuck in a hole. Right he was eating yeah. Ethiopian food inside of it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, hey, what okay. a fucking experience. Do I regret it? Jesus. Not at all. Would I do it again with you in a fucking Let's second? Let's go tonight. Man. Let's go. <laughs> like it was. Here's such what I, I want to know: Would they let me throw a, co- a stand-up comedy show at this power exchange? <laughs> I mean, hey, anything goes. You could just do it. There is a stage. What's up, everybody? Listen, I know you're trying to. Get your nut off. We got an hour and a half of comedy here. <laughs> the, the amount of women that were just sitting there flicking it, it was impressive. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. Just flicking that thing. Flicking man. the damn. Yeah. See, I always imagine when you hear this stuff that it's just predominantly like 99% dudes. I mean, it was a lot of dudes, but like, the, the, again, it was a really weird, varied mix of every every kind and creed out there oh my God. racially yeah. and, but it. again it's that nice that three to seven range you know what i mean more like, power more power to them obviously like they're the all seven they're all fun range they're all consenting and it's like more power oh, to yeah, them. they yeah, just want to get their fuck on but like my mind goes less to like the pornos that i watch and more to like seeing it on an hbo drama where like there's something really sinister happening like my mind goes Someone's to like blackmail yeah 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 and as opposed to like Oh, it's just like when you watch it in the porn. To me, it's like, no, there's something dark happening here, guys. How clean was it? Open your eyes. I mean, well, I mean, first thing I want to do is shower, leaving. Sure. Um, But it's like, I feel like that had more to do with I've never been surrounded by that many naked Jacking off dudes. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I I think that this definitely (laughs) set a record for the most dudes jacking off around me. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'll tell you you what. We're going on a date to the Folsom Street Fair. (laughs) We'll break that record fast. Dude, it was a a fucking trip and a half, man. But yeah, if you want to learn some shit about society. I'm proud of you. It, it was weird because it was totally one of those things where I'm like, they live by their own rules. You know what I mean? It was like visiting like a whole new world where I'm like, whoa, there's a bartering system. There's all this stuff going on. I uh, like that. They have their own economy. Yeah. <laughs> kind of Funny Life 3's after party was at Wing Wings. Kind of Funny Life 2020 or whatever. Power exchange. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking go. But dude, guys, <laughs> I, I'm telling you, man, the moment I went in, like the moment when I first started seeing like the, the like what you got yourself it, into, I, got, I could not stop thinking about. I can't wait to tell the guys. Oh, this. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. this, I was like, this is the There's, fucking best great. story. You like I've just ever felt had. the roller coaster bar come down. Yeah, You're yeah, like, well, I'm in now. But it's like that's the thing is like I'm not kidding when I didn't realize it was a sex club until so I realized it was a sex club. Right. You know, like, well, like if you with the way you described it to me, I'm like, oh, you're going to go to a place that maybe serves like alcohol or whatever. Some artsy and it's San Francisco. Like, you, know, you know what it reminds me of is when I first went to the Standard in L.A. You ever been to the Standard Hotel in L.A.? Yeah. Behind the uh, the place where they check you in is a wind like a fish tank. And the first time I went there, there was just a, a woman sleeping there. Mm-hmm. That was it. Oh, it was literally right. like well lit. And she was just sleeping like it was like well dressed, but like. She was sleeping back there. I was like, oh, this is the kind of vibe they're cultivating here. Like, that's weird. I've never seen that before. Fucking carpet on the ceilings. Whatever. I thought you were going to go in. It was like a cool club where occasionally you turn around and, like, the thing would come up and people would just bang on their yeah. ass. You know, bang Honestly, out. that's what I expected to see. That would have been cool. And the way that he explained it, 
would lead you to believe that yeah. it was some San Francisco art shit, not straight up a fucking sex club in the Tenderloin. Yeah. yeah. I can never say I haven't experienced that. Well, yeah. You lived. I did live. You lived, and I'm proud of you for yeah. that. That's a big, that's we a gotta big go thing. There. I mean, I'm down. I think this is, needs to be a... There's couples uh, night. We can all go. Date night. We can all Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Y'all go. This needs how, to be a date night. How badly does Gia want to go? I mean, she was asking, she's like, is this the type of thing that I, I, I would want to do or whatever? And I was like, here's the thing. Yes and no. And I was like, you know exactly what I mean by that. I was like, was it horrifying? Yeah, it was. It was fucking horrifying. But, but was like, it horrifying because it caught you? You didn't know what you're getting it's into? Shocking. It's probably shocking is a better word for that. Yeah, it was very shocking. I think That's that. I think for me, that would be the the switching gears for me of like, oh, it's some weird sex museum. Okay, and then we walk in the door and they give me the eyes wide shut mask. Like, what am I oh, getting myself no, into? No, this is this is a swingers club. This is a sex club. What does club. it say about me though that when they when I had that moment? Like, that, that's once what I saw the excited. mask. That's when I'm like, let's go. We're fucking not yeah. going home. Like we're yeah. going in, baby. It says that you are a professional podcaster who needs to be really interesting <laughs> shit to the, the table. Story, man. Need See, the, I need like it. Just again, there's a glimpse into my mind when you said that. My first like, oh man, that mask's been on a lot of faces. A lot of deep like, disinfected. Dis- I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm right sure there in front of you. Like there was a. They were really like hey, they man. were about the cleanliness. They're about the consent. They're about making this a safe environment for you to get your fuck on in whatever way you're trying to get your. That comic I read, Swing, that volume. I talked about it was about this couple going into the swingers thing the first sex club they go to like it's a similar they get there way too early because they're like you know parents and they're very like new to all this and they get in the granted it's a comic that's based you know loosely on these people's lives but they get the tour from the sex club owners right and they are very much like explaining the rules and explaining the how they clean everything explaining like this is a real thing this isn't just some fucking well, weird basement were thrown together. I like oh, to imagine that, like, the bodyguards had super soakers of Germex and would just, like, <laughs> like squirt shit down, like, all right, we gotta, we gotta clean up really quick. But, Tim, um, how do you not Google it before going? Like, Kevin, keep in mind, we had been drinking since 7 p.m. We're it. approaching got it, got 2 a.m. Yeah. And, like, my friends are just like, we're going now, to a sex museum. You said that. I was in. You said that Curran had left by this time, yes. right? Curran was not Did a you part text Curran and tell so, him he fucking missed out? The funniest thing is, hold on, let me, let me try and pull it up so I can see what, oh, what the fuck? Why am I calling people? Did not mean to do that shit. Um, Call him Power Exchange. Trying to get Nick so, a set. <laughs> uh, I would do it. My friend says, just got home, and I was like, dude, me too. Saw way too many soft dicks tonight. And then Curran replies, wait, what the fuck? Did you guys go, actually go to a strip club? And that was the last. No one's responded to the group. <laughs> so Curran doesn't know yet. <laughs> the truth. Oh, I That is fucking tell. great. Yeah. That is great. God, what a fucking. Uh, good that night story's a lot more entertaining than what I did. Um, I watched the finale of True Detective. Don't spoil it. Great, because here's the show is or the finale. I heard the finale wasn't great. The finale was lacking, but I still thought it was good. Okay, yeah. My plan is to get HBO for Game of Thrones and then marathon True Detective season three. Yeah, it is. It's really, really good. And Um, so, yeah, I think we're going to invest in HBO for a couple months just to have it, so we don't have to worry about you know other people's logins and stuff. I don't think it's as good as season one, but I think few things are. Better than season two. Oh, my miles better than season two. Yeah, Mahershal Ali is like, this is going to win him awards. Absolutely. He's incredible. Other than the two Academy Awards he already has. Yeah. I watched Green Book last night. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was good. Real good. Um, So after that, um, me and Robin are like, oh, it's, it's, you know, it's 10-ish. What else do we do? Oh, let's watch. Let's watch. uh, I heard about the sex Let's watch the Michael Michael Jackson documentary on HBO. Yeah, this is a bad one. It, I, I... It's really, really interesting, and I don't recommend it because it just gives you nothing but gross feelings inside. Uh, they interview 
two of the men now that were the young boys that he was infatuated with. Um, and it is disturbing. It is disturbing. Yeah, so pointing out for full disclosure, HBO or uh, Jackson Estate is suing HBO over this, saying it. it's all bunk. They they go into extreme detail, and both of their and I don't think at, at this point the boys had met each other, but like all of their stories and experiences with him line up like so perfectly, and it is really really disturbing. Um, I'm interested to see exactly what because so part one is two hours, part two is two hours as well. Yeah, part two four hour goes more into the settlement where he settled out of court and it was just they just paid off these families or whatever. Yeah, for context, by the way, I think the way this was sort of told to me or what this is is like this is the first real time we've gotten people who have gone on record before saying, hey, nothing happened, and now recanting and saying, like, hey, actually, yeah, no, I was, like, we were paid to to talk this way, and now, or, or I have a different perspective on it now, and yeah, he he really did do a lot of, like, shit that is not cool at yeah, all. Yeah, it is uh, really, really Super. disturbing. One of them, seven years old, the other, I believe, was, like, 11 or 12. Um, the 11 or 12-year-old was an American who was in a Pepsi commercial with him, mm. I believe during a Super Bowl, and... Wait, was hair lit on fire? No, 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 no. The kid's like walking around in his locker room or in his uh, dressing room, seeing all the cool Michael Jackson paraphernalia. And then he, uh, the kid walks in. He's like, "Hey, you looking for me?" And the kid's like, "Oh my god, Michael Jackson!" It's like this commercial. So apparently, Michael Jackson saw that commercial. Was in Australia at the time, on tour, I believe, and got a hold of their family and was like, "Hey, I think he's great in this commercial. I really, um, I'd like to send a film crew out there to like interview him," and. The kid wasn't even a Michael Jackson fan at the time, so they, like, in this interview, they put up Michael Jackson posters in his room to make it look like he was a fan. Okay. And in the video, he was, like, doing the Michael Jackson dance moves and stuff. And now, as the guy's describing, he's like, I guess now that I look back at it, it was like, if look, it felt like an audition, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, Not for a role, but for, no. for Michael Jackson. Michael well, Jackson's Well, kind of for thing. a role, because it starts off very, you, you wonder what's going on mentally with Michael Jackson to where he is okay hanging out with these kids and just wanting to be friends with them and saying like falling in love with their families and uh, at one point one of the boys is uh, their house is close to one of his big estates and he like grows he becomes so infatuated with the boy and their family and the mother and dad that he asked them to come pick him up so they would bring back Michael would sleep over at their house all the time and he just loves sleeping over and like being a kid. I mean, to be fair, this is the same treatment that I want from uh, Joey's parents. I want them to come pick oh, me true, up. Oh, true, very true. And I want to be able to have this yeah. at their place. But that's the thing is like you're not obsessed with Joey. No, you're obsessed no, no, no. with Mr. and Mrs. T. Yeah. I want Mrs. Like T one to make cookies. Yeah, yeah exactly. Is this is a 12 year old. You want to live I above believe. their garage? Yeah, I know. <laughs> like I just imagine that, that Mrs. T has the old Magnavox TV that has the VHS sure. right yeah, next yeah. to it. You're gonna sit there in front of it, like in a robe, watching movies. I don't think he was 12. I think he may have been 10 or 11. But they like at night go on walks together so that he won't get noticed. Um, I should have twisted, and, man. And it, it starts dark. off very kind of like friendly, but still really bizarre. Um, and he loves their families, and he like discovers uh, fax machines. So they like fax a bunch of messages to each other, and he calls a little boy, little bug, and he's like, "Hello, Mister and so and so. Like, uh, tell little bug I said hello. I love you all. I miss you all." And he feels like he's a part of their family. And the mom is even saying like, "I felt like he was a son to me." Like. With how much he loved being around, and some of the parents get attached to the stardom, of course. Uh, and and uh, one of the family is from Australia oh, when yeah. he was on tour, 
And the mom becomes so attached to Michael Jackson that they're like, well, he's not, our boy isn't going to make it out here in Australia. We have to take him to L.A. And they go out to L.A. to kind of further this kid's career. And by this point, this kid had um, allegedly spent five nights with him in Neverland. And it started off very friendly, and then it became very, very, very sexual. A seven-year-old, very sexual. Like, the shit that they describe is just, like, nauseating. Um, And they move to L.A., and they, like, leave their family behind. At this point, the dad is, like, dealing with bipolar disorder, and he's like, please don't leave me. Like, you're leaving us. Like, I think the mom, the boy, the mom, the boy, and the sister are all leaving back to America or are moving to America to further the boy's career. And the dad is, like, going crazy over this. Yeah. And they also had an older brother who was, like, that's where the family broke apart. Like, that's where the family just died right there. Uh, they get to L.A., and it's, like, w- we haven't seen Michael in two weeks. And we thought we were going to be put up in, like, a really nice spot. But we're living at this, like, kind of shitty apartment. And the little boy thought he was going to be in the black and white music video. But it was another boy, Macaulay Culkin, who had kind Not of, like, Dickens. taken his spot. And so this, so he's describing it as an adult, like, yeah, I felt jealous because I was like, I felt like at, we were we were like best friends, but also like I was his lover. Like yeah. we were lovers. Uh, it's this fuck, fucked up. It this is, is so shit, like, man. I, it again, <laughs> I texted my buddy who was like, hey, let's play Apex. And I was like, I'm watching doc- Michael Jackson documentary. It's really fucking weird. He's like, oh shit. Like, does it seem really bad for him? And I was like, right now it just seems kind of weird. And then like, 10 minutes later is when they describe like yeah I'm you know he wanted me to bend over so he could masturbate and he like oh my god it's just like nauseating dude it's really really bad but I'm excited to see where this whole fucking um, uh, settlement settlement happens like I guess they're they're suing HBO for this that's what I heard on the radio again I got all my news from the two (laughs) seconds of top 40 radio I heard in this car I mean I'm (laughs) sure the estate which is worth probably hundreds of millions not billions of dollars at this point is not happy that this is this might lead to people being like, "Yo, stop supporting this music," yeah. which is which is the heartbreaking thing for me, right? Like growing up, you always heard that Michael Jackson. You heard these stories, but all you had to go off of was like whatever happened in court, and, and he was never arrested or he was never he was never uh, convicted of a crime for any of this stuff. And you had people like Corey Feldman and Macaulay Culkin saying, "No, this never never happened." And those are people that you like. Like I grew up with Macaulay Culkin and Corey Feldman being like people in my sphere. So if they said it didn't happen, I'm like, oh, people must just be trying to get some of his money. Um, now, so you have to imagine, yeah, the estate's probably like, Over hey, this is going to cost us complex. a lot of money. Complex.com says, in addition to the $100 million lawsuit they're already facing from Michael Jackson's estate, HBO is now being threatened with litigation from a man named Brett Barnes, who says that the set-to-air documentary Leaving Neverland inaccurately represents the relationship he had with the deceased King of Pop. Barnes contends that the documentary insinuates that he was sexually abused by Michael Jackson. His statement is based around footage showing him and MJ together while the latter was touring. Uh, Wade Rob- Robson... Oh, Wade Robson's a... Uh, he's a crowd. Wade Robson is the dancer, the choreographer. Yeah, he used to choreograph for JT. Yeah. The alleged uh, abuse victim the film focuses on claims that Barnes replaced him, quote unquote. Yeah. Barnes has reportedly hired a lawyer and threatened HBO with lawsuits. He contends that the film portrays him in a false light and it will uh, also subject him to hatred, contempt, and ridicule. Yeah, Wade Wade Robson uh, mentions uh, that he sees Michael on tour with another young kid and it's this Brett Barnes guy who is from Australia. So he's like, so I'm thinking like, oh, he just found himself a new Australian boy. Like, what the fuck? And at this point, like these boys are in love with Michael Jackson. Like they are not just fans of him. They are there. They are allegedly his lovers and they have 
and have sex everywhere. And when one of the guys is describing all of Neverland, like, oh, there was a room up there. We had sex all the time up there, too. And he's like, it sounds kind of gross, but at the time, it's like a new relationship where you are you find a boyfriend or a girlfriend and you're having sex all the time. Like, that's how it was with me and Michael. And it's like, he's like God. 33 and this kid is like 10 or 12 or some yeah, shit. It's, that's not cool. It is really tough to watch, man. It yeah. is not something you want to watch like if you want to go to bed feeling just like gross and depressed like <laughs> I, I yeah we talked a little bit this morning i watched a completely different documentary over the weekend that was way more uplifting than what you're talking about oh free solo yeah i watched free solo over the weekend which is the uh, documentary about climbing um the first person to free solo climb el capitan Fucking which is insane and uh, i won an academy award recently uh the last the last awards dude i have I've, I went down a rabbit hole a long time ago. I was like, I'm going to start watching mountain climbing documentaries. I don't know why. I don't have any desire to watch mountain climbing documentaries. But this one, since it won the award, my wife was like, hey, we should check this out. Like, it's, it's supposed to be beautifully shot. And it was indeed. But not only that, but they get to a point where he climbs it because he's the first person in history to ever do this. No one, everyone was like, this can't be done. Like, he try, and they show him climbing the thing, practicing for months with a rope, and he keeps falling off at these two specific parts. Oh, my God. And by so falling off. solo it, is. Free solo for the people who aren't who aren't uh, familiar with that term is you are literally by yourself climbing up a mountain with no rope, and by mountain I mean like I think mountain I think like slow maybe thirty degree incline where we can hike up a little. Now this is like at points like you're it's a twenty eight hundred foot face and at points it's as smooth as glass. Yeah, like Spider Man would have a problem with this. Like Spider Man would have a problem with this, and he is just obsessed with it. I mean, this is a guy that. His name's Alex. Um, I forget his last name. He's one of the most famous climbers on the planet. I've seen him in other documentaries too, which is funny. Um, but he literally is like, this is a guy that's probably a millionaire at this point, still living in a truck at the base of the mountain. And like, I, I saw him in a different documentary. Like he was living in, uh, I think it's Yosemite is where El Capitan is. And um, he was they, like a bunch of climbers were living in, in the park and the park rangers were like, you guys can't do this anymore. So what they would do is they just drive to the outside limit where it wasn't the park anymore. And they would just live there and then drive in in the morning and climb all day and then drive it's out like too fast to furious. Dude, it's, it's insane. And one of the, one of these, he goes around and talks to high school kids and one of the kids straight up is like, how much money do you have? Cause he, he just doesn't look like he has anything. And he's like, Oh, I have enough money. He's like, I'm probably, I'm not like crazy rich, but I'm, uh, maybe very successful dentist rich and he goes but I also give away a third of my my yearly income to charity because I just don't yeah. need it like up until a certain hey, point he never feet owned the floor man dude I tell you what man I've never felt more close to the climbing community in my entire life I'm thinking let's go let's do one of these let's climbs let's, let's just go. go free solo this I, I don't normally get nervous watching things because I can I, you know it's just a fucking it's a documentary watching TV but I noticed about because when he starts doing the climb, you're like, fuck, like he's, he's doing, and he doesn't like, he doesn't make a big deal of it. He just goes and the camera crew goes, oh shit, he's doing it. Like, don't talk, don't talk to him. Let's just do it. And they're all trying to stay out of his way because they don't want to be, they're all his friends. It's like if all yeah. of a sudden Greg was like, I'm going to go jump into a fucking shark's mouth. And we're like, we can't stop him, but we're obviously going to film it because we want to, you know, and, but like if they talk to his friends and they're like, we're terrified that we'll do something. We have to climb this fucking yeah. thing too. With cameras, we're terrified that we'll hit a rock and it'll hit and he'll fucking die. Because one slip up, but he died. There's moments where he's hanging on by an imperceptible groove in a rock face and his foot's on it and another one's, he's like pushing into another thing and he's just like kind of looking off. It's fucking insane. And I got to a point where 
it was dead quiet. My, my wife and I were just watching this, and I'm like, why are my, <laughs> why are my hands sweating? Like, my hands and feet were sweating watching it, because he has to do this one thing where he has to get... He has two choices when you climb this thing. One is called like Glass Ridge or some shit, where basically it is just smooth rock. And he's like, you can't climb it with that. There's no handholds, so you can't really climb it without a rope. People can, but like you have to use a specific technique. But then there's another thing where called like the boulder problem or something, where you have to you get to a point, and I couldn't be able to do it because I'm not tall enough. You have to karate kick out to the wall, <laughs> and then reach over and grab a like grab this right here. M- mind you, you have to stay fucking like pushed against the rock like this. And then you have to reach over again like this, grab the rest of the boulder and pull yourself around. And when he fucking does it, you're like the feeling of relief that I got. I've never had watching anything in my entire life. And I know he fucking lived. He was at the Academy. I'm like, I saw him a week (laughs) ago. I know he did this. Yeah. But I, I'm like, so is this recent that he did this? Yeah, I think it was last year. Okay. So the footage is awesome. He tried to do it in 2016. Um, I believe DJ, DJ Kendo said it's like available in 4K and it's like gorgeous. Oh, it's, but like, don't if you have a weird thing with heights, don't watch it because mm. they have even the camera guys. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you like? They boom out and they just sit there and then someone else has to like pull them back in. Otherwise, they're just like, I'm here with my camera. Yeah. Like, could you imagine doing this show but like hanging off a 28 foot edifice, <laughs> 2800 foot? Edifice, it's it's insane and. Just the stuff that he can physically do with his body. Like, they show him at one point, like, after he does it. And they're like, what do you want to do? He goes, I'm just going to go do this thing. That I forget what it's called. But basically, they show him in his van. And he's got these little handholds that are like, no. No, because <laughs> no, he's, like, very much. He has a girlfriend and all that stuff. But you he's can't not, masturbate with hands that hard, dude. You he's me? not, like, <laughs> Cal's dick. <laughs> I'll say it this way. And I don't mean this as, like, in any sort of derogatory way. But he's not like us. Like he does not see the world like us. They had no to the point where, and this is one of no. I just love it. You know, he went to the van and masturbated. No, he's not like us. <laughs> no, 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 my, my first thought is like, I, I just did something no one else has done. I gotta fuck it. I gotta rub one out. I gotta shoot a couple bucket rockets across the van. I'll never hold on real quick. I'll never forget. We went to a hotel uh, to go watch Funhouse Live last year, and it was me, Nick, and Tim. And me and Tim are sharing a hotel room. Nick has his own. And we get into the hotel and we're like, what do you think Nick's doing? And Tim's like, honestly, he's probably jerking off. <laughs> like in the most honest response You got to break in the room. Everyone knows this. It's true. Everyone knows this. No, but one of the, one of the fascinating things, um, and I'm not spoiling anything, by the way. This, this is an amazing documentary. Everyone should watch it. What is that they do an MRI on him. And they were like, we just got to know, like, how does your brain calculate fear? And is that different than a normal person, like, or a person who's like has a baseline of like, hey, mountain, terrifying, never gonna do that, right? What makes him different than the average Joe? And sure enough, they did an MRI on him, and the fear, the portions of the brain that usually light up in fear, for him, it's like it's almost like they gained it down. So like your like your one hundred would be his like five. Oh, it's like Stanley's superheroes. Like it's. Did you ever watch that? No. Yeah, it's similar to that where they like uh, they just. They find normal people in the world that have like really weird things about themselves. And there was one guy who could run forever because his body did not produce la- uh, lactic, lactic acid. Yeah, yeah. Lactic, his body did not produce lactic acid like anywhere near the rate that a normal human being would. So he would never cramp up. 
Evolution. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so this guy like has something really special. Yeah, about it's him, it's it's something. It's it's a it's a thing in his brain. Basically, his brain doesn't work like my brain works. Like I look at this, I'm like, no fucking way. I'm not even go. I can't even go near this fucking mountain after watching this documentary. He looks at it and like the like what scares him would have given me a heart attack. Mm. Like I would be dead. And there's actually a part in in the doc. Like I, actually, I won't ruin that part for you. But there's a couple moments where you do see fear in him. That's horrible. And you're like, I mean. But like when I get scared, like okay, I accidentally ran a red light the other day. We're not gonna talk about it. <laughs> was it the one right there? Because <laughs> oh it's God. always that, that one. one. Nobody cares. We're not gonna that talk one, about it. not see it in KFA this week. Uh, <laughs> oh and I was like, oh, God. that scared me, right? But I'm in a car and it's fine. I can control that. So when you see, scare you. When you say, no, nah, I liked it. When you see the look of fear in this guy's eyes, yeah. he's 1,500 feet above the fucking air, and he's got his hand crammed into a fucking <laughs> into a fucking crack. And he just like, oh shit, I'm a freak. Like if you freak out, you fall to yeah. your death. It's insane. I mean, it the, the insane. scary, sad part is there is for every story like this, there are videos of people falling. Oh no, oh, they yeah. go through it and they talk about that and they talk about how. I mean, that's a big part of this. They're like, how can you do this? And he is, he's just basically he has a couple. Like he just doesn't. His mentality is, if I die, it's gonna be over and that's it. So why not just climb? Yeah, why not climb? You know, I, it, it's, it's sort of like a quality versus quantity thing mm-hmm. with life, I guess, with him, where he's yeah. like, I'd rather just yeah, do something Academy amazing. Award. You know what I mean? He, yeah, he was there the first person ever to do something. It's really God. impressive. That <laughs> stuff stresses me out. Yeah. Watch it, though. It's beautiful. Beautifully yeah. made. Now, a word from our sponsor. This episode of the Kind of Funny Podcast is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community for creators with more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and more. Premium membership gives you unlimited access so you can join the classes and communities that are just right for you. Whether you want to fuel your curiosity, creativity, or even career, Skillshare is the perfect place to keep learning and keep thriving. Highlights from one or more of the classes uh, that you want to hear about, let me tell you, Tim Winton did this. That's how he made some of the cool, awesome videos you're used to mainly in the run-up to the january 5th stuff uh he ran in there he did a whole bunch of stuff to learn after effects a bit better and help make all the kind of funny 4.0 stuff that he did uh skillshare is also super affordable the annual subscription is less than ten dollars a month join more than seven million creators learning with skillshare the first 500 of my subscribers to use the link in the description will get a free two-month trial that's right in the you, you go you the kind of funny podcast youtube.com slash kind of funny you can be there you can join the seven million creators be one of the first 500 to use the link and get a two-month free trial up next upstart applying for a loan is a lot like applying for a job that you don't get to interview for instead loan companies make their decisions based off your credit score and history without getting to know the whole you now thanks to upstart.com it is never it never has to be that way again upstart is revolutionizing the way you borrow money uh and by rewarding you for your job experience and education in the form of a smaller interest rate of course i've talked about this before when i first moved to san francisco i got divorced and then i had to move again and let me tell you i took out a loan and i wish upstart was there to help me out because these other people did not help me out and this would have been very helpful for back in the day uh, unlike traditional credit underwriting, which could be biased against people with short credit histories, Upstart goes beyond the traditional FICO score when assessing your credit worthiness. Upstart, up, up, worthiness. Upstart believes you're more than just a credit score. Uh, they make it fast and simple and easy to check your rate in less than two minutes without affecting your credit score. Uh, w- see why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash kind of funny to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes two minutes and it won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com slash kind of funny. 
Well, sounds like you guys had good weekends, creepy weekends, everything else. Yeah, yeah creepy, yeah. kind of dark, sad. Yeah. Did you not know that though? I like mean, that's the thing about Michael. I mean, with all with everything in hashtag Me Too and every and it's like we're taking all these people down. It's like. Michael Jackson, of course, dead. So, I mean, that's why. But, I mean, like, I remember all this shit happening when we were growing up. Oh, yeah. I, I, there, like, was always, uh, there was a story, like, every year yeah, of something. I remember he was the, always in court. I remember the Family Guy joke. And you're like, he named his kid Blanket. That's weird. I remember weird. the Family Guy joke of uh, um, the the something want, uh, wants a kid in me. I don't know. He's, like, advertising the cereal, whatever. Yeah. I, like, I knew that there were murmurs and they wacko jacko and, like, you that's know. I just serious. always kind of assumed that something was fucked up with him. And... You know, I did he actually like fuck these kids or was it just being really creepy and having sleepovers, which is still really weird. That, and that was always my thing, right? Is that you would they when people when it was alleged that he would do these things, they would come out and say, no, 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 nothing like that happened. We just slept in his room. But it's still weird. weird. And yeah. you, to what to I would to what, I always replied, what fucking parent in their right mind would let this happen? It's have the you, R. Kelly thing. Have dude. you in that? And have you watched Abducted in Plain Sight? No. On Netflix, watch that because that thing is all true crime. Oh, it's all v- different interviews, and it's fucking ridiculous. Because I I Jen had already watched it. I downloaded it on the iPad, watched it on the plane ride uh, back from somewhere with her, and it was that thing where. I'm in. I'm watching it. I forget. Like I'm ten minutes in, and this is one of these where I turn to her like this, and she's like, "Oh wait," and I was like, "What do you?" And it's not even spoilers. Like the guy who, they, like the guy who's you know the molester and this horrible fucking dude next door. They catch like in the first twenty minutes, right? And, and, the, and the movie going. goes on Seducing for like an hour right and a half of how this dude came back and did it all in like fucking fucked both the parents, like literally. Yeah. That way he could play that off of it and do whatever he wanted. It was like. Like he's Why a master, the master manipulator, and, and that's thing too. Is and my, he does the thing of yeah, like you know, oh well, he lies about a psychiatrist, and that they said that I should, I, t- I to get over this, I should sleep in your girl, girl's bed, and they're like, all right, yeah, it's like, oh my god, yeah, the the, the parents know in this documentary that like that it is weird and it is kind of like, but they also say, but at the time it's like I didn't know. I just didn't think that it was that wrong. Well, like, I understand. I can. I. I mean, I don't understand, but I can. Oh, it's Michael Jackson, Ma- Ma- the biggest yeah. fucking superstar on the planet. Yeah, but who we know is weird time, and has like, a place called Neverland and has a monkey and does. Well, yeah, yeah I, I, don't get me wrong. I'm with you. Of like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. Yeah, at, at one point, I would be like, oh, yeah, you can absolutely spend. Like, you guys can absolutely go there, but under no circumstances would I ever let my fucking kid be in a room sleep over with Michael sleep Jackson over without me being fucking watching. It like, gets to a you point. You want to play with his giraffe, that's great. And I mean that literally, not yeah. metaphorically. Um, Nobody thought. His, yeah, no one thought that <laughs> you get, were referring gets, to Michael Jackson's metaphorical giraffe. <laughs> it gets to a point where the, the, they see him as family. So the thought that they would be doing anything weird or gross like never really crosses their minds. But at one point... When the I guess that's I believe the Australian family is leaving back to Australia. He asks the mom, "Can he stay with me for a year?" And the mom's like, "No, Michael, of course not." Like, and and he's like, "Well, I could do so much stuff for his career." And she's like, "Look, we can. I don't mind having him fly up here every once in a while, but he's my son. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna not have my son for a whole year, you know." Mm. And then at one point he said, "I get everything I want." Apparently, and she said, "Not this time," or something like that. And it's. It's so weird. It reminds me a lot of the R. Kelly thing where, like, that the one dad and mom and the daughter are, are, are at R. Kelly's thing, and he asks for the girl to come backstage and, like, go into a truck with them or whatever, and the parents are like, yeah, whatever. It's R. Kelly. Like, she's a huge fan or whatever, you know? And yeah. so are they. And so are all these parents of Michael Jackson. They know yeah. 
They you know what sort well, of Well, sure. I mean, obviously, is, yeah. like, the parents at the time were growing up or had grown up listening to Michael yeah. Jackson's music and understanding that. And so, like, I understand that there, there, there might be, like... I can't, but I can't think of an analog right now. Who is probably the biggest star right now? Like Beyonce. That you would think of. I'm thinking like, and I'm just looking at a fucking wrestler. Oh, yeah, the, the Rock, right? Oh, okay, Huge sure. star. Yeah, yeah. Huge star. He's a guy that you'd look at, and this is probably, to play devil's advocate to that argument, right, of like the parents didn't think of. If The Rock was like, hey, yeah, your kid, like, let me hang out with your kid, I'd be like, eh, okay, I mean, it's The Rock. Like, what's he not going to do anything bad, right? Yeah, hang out. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut to the first... Instagram story, and The Rock just wanted him for more weight. And he's like, God! <laughs> he's got, like, all the barbells, and then this kid hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, but, so I understand how you could be, like, taken by someone and being yeah. like, oh, this guy's outwardly, like, because outwardly, Michael Jackson was uh, weird. lovely. Well, he was the no, fine. He was this, he like, was little. Weird. He, he was, this, was always weird, though. But, but at he, this was like this, he was like this weird, like, at this point, the wacko non-threatening kind of guy, right? Like, you wouldn't think, oh, this guy's going to be a giant child predator. The wacko jacko stuff wasn't even, like, a thing at that time. It was just, it was What's him doing the thriller. Oh. Someone, like, Inquirer always called him and shit. It was him oh, doing okay. thriller and, like, bad and stuff. And yeah, so yeah. a lot of that stuff hadn't really gotten out. But... The, the level of trust that the families had with him was so huge because they tr he wasn't just treating the kid like he loved them. He was treating the family like he loved them. He would Still, though, but like, I would be like, one of the, is, I, feel like I think one of the families taking was, my kid without me looking. One at of the him, families man. is called like the Smart Chucks. I forgot their last name. Smart Chucks, I believe. And he walks in the room. Is like, oh, the Smart Chucks. Okay, family. I love you guys. And he's like living in their house with them and hanging out with them all the time. And it's just. It's so weird, but I could, I don't know. I guess the way they looked at him was like, oh, he's like our son's like older brother or something. Like, yeah, yeah. That's weird as yeah, fuck. That's it weird, weird as fuck. And I understand that obviously like we have a different perspective on it if it's happening over the span of years. Like that was the thing with R. Kelly, right? Like didn't he groom people for a long time and they could like brainwash them? Like they yeah. could never get them back? I haven't watched the R. Kelly thing. My, yeah, no, my that's, wife, that's, my that's wife just watched it and I'm like, I don't know that I can watch a six part Document yeah, about a guy that still has. We went faced, down that rabbit hole. Still yeah. has not faced. Uh, one, yeah, one one kid ends up having a box of jewelry that of rings that Michael would buy him, and there were like gold rings with diamonds and shit, and he would get them for like certain sexual favors, and he was like, yeah, we would go, we would go shopping for the rings, um, and we would s say that they were for a female, but like my hand size is similar to hers, so that's mm -hmm. how we would compare the ring sizes or whatever. And he's like, and this one is like an actual wedding ring because we had like a fake marriage. Like, and he, I think Christ. he was like 11 or something at the time. God damn. And he's like, and this ring is like a, ro it's meant to look like a Rolex watch. And this ring is a whatever. And, and, uh, and the guy's just like looking at the rings like, yeah, I don't really want to look at these anymore. Like he's just, yeah, yeah, totally, totally, totally. It's, uh, yeah, it's I don't know if I can watch up. that one. Cause it's that was the thing about the abducted in plain sight. Even that one was making me so fucking angry and like upset. You know what I mean? I don't know if I can watch it, you know? Yeah. I, even R. Kelly was the same way too. Of like, I don't know. Like, if I it, keep going on this. Can, imagine the way you felt in the movie Eighth Grade, mm. where the girls in the car with the older student. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. kind of uncomfortable moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Times a fucking billion, dude. Like, yeah. oh my god, it's so terrible, so terrible. Lame. I don't like that. No. So uh, my weekend, not great either. Uh, I mean, it was great in terms of the Division Two. Awesome, great. Andrew Goldfarb <laughs> is going away. Congratulations. Thank God. Stick with me. It's not imminent, probably, but the sun is starting to set on Pertilla. Mm. Like, we're going to, I don't know, like, we, so to, he's in, fine in quotes right now, but 
I'm cooking Friday night. Jen and I are settling into the weekend. We're excited to be home. I'm cooking at the the stove. She's sitting at the bar counter with Portillo in her lap, like we always do, right? I want to hear this. Man. And oh, we're just Jesus. we're sitting. Well, imagine living it. Yeah, we're sitting there having a totally pleasant conversation. There's jazz on the echo. Everything's going fine. And Portillo starts screaming. And I don't mean he yelps. And I don't mean he barks. I mean he starts screaming like a person in immense Jesus. pain out of nowhere. He didn't shift. She didn't change anything. Nothing. He just, and I'm like, Jen's looking at me, and I'm like, I'm like, stop touching him. She's like, I'm not touching him. I'm like, put him down. Put him down. And so she ran to the side of the room and put him down. And now he's just on the floor all by himself, not being touched, screaming, just screaming, and finally snaps out of it, and then hobbles away. And it was like, what the fuck was that? You know what I mean? Obviously, he's had two knee surgeries on each one of his legs. Both of those preempted by him jumping off of something. Right. Like yeah. they're clearly being something happening. A catalyst. Exactly. Not we're just chilling out and it's been a totally normal week with him, month with him, nothing and him just fucking wailing. And so like it's pandemonium. It's, you know, it's all sorts of craziness here of what to do. How do we do this? You know, Jen runs over and turns off the stove because I abandoned that, obviously. And it's this thing of him hobbling and it's just like, okay, like let's all we can do is monitor. Like He's been hurt enough now that I'm like, well, just monitor and see what happens. Right. And blah, blah. So we we eat food. He's still there. He's still super uh, tense or whatever. And like when he had hurt his second his second leg, the, I don't know why the doctor or the nurse or whoever thought this would be a good idea. Like, but she told us of like, well, next will be his back. Like you know what I mean? That's how this goes or whatever, right? And so he's still hurt. He's still favoring the leg. Uh, you know, we put him on the thing. You're like, and it's this weird thing of we take him into the, um, the emergency room vet. They look at him. They of course just give me pain meds for him because that's all I can do, really. Right? They give you instructions of like ten days of this uh, rigmarole. He's on opiates and then this muscle relaxer. He's fucking high as a kite all the time. Dude, he's living a great life right out now. of his mind. I've been high. on that regiment. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good place. And so it's like you know, did they mention the screaming. Oh, I mentioned the screaming. Yeah, did, I mean, did they like have a? Like, diagnosis. Oh, I mean, that, well, they think it's uh, they they, they think pain. it's something in the back, maybe a bulging yeah. disc or something in his lower oh, back or whatever right. that could manifest as a leg thing. And so that that's what we have to watch now for is like you know the limb or whatever. So it's like ten days, see how it's going. If it's not, if it's fine, you know, hit up your vet, see what they want to do. If it's not, go talk to a neurologist. They gave us a recommendation or whatever of that. And so like it's been this weird weekend of. I obviously he's going to be 14 this summer. You know what I mean? We've talked about on this show a million times, right? That he's going to die. Like, obviously he's going to die one day. Right. And I've said that and I like, Oh, his eyes are milky or whatever. Right. Like this is such a cold, hard reality of like, and I just talked about the nightmare not too long ago. Right. Of like losing him of like, we're getting really close. And like, Mm -hmm. I like I, well, you know, it's been that it's been a trade off all weekend long of who wants to be the strong parent. Of like who can I, I you know when it was happening I was like I'm in the moment let's do this watch monitor dip, turn off the food you know what I mean and like Jen was losing it and then like we shifted balance eventually where like you know like the doctor's like well don't let him on the furniture thinking that he still jumps off shit I'm like that's fucking long gone sir don't worry about that but like you know like dude maybe move to a harness all these different things and so like you know him fucking flying through space now <laughs> this dog just out of it you know what I mean yeah. but sitting there like looking at him and like looking into his milky eyes and seeing his white face and his white paws and him like laid up now it was the thing of like I did I, in my head, which made it even more sad for me was like 
the sun's getting awfully low, big guy. You know oh, what I mean? No. Like, it's just this thing of like, mm. fuck. And so then we've had him all weekend. We've had him, but we haven't had him. You know what I mean? Like, he is not Portillo right now. He is a doped up. So what is, are you thinking, okay, we'll let him get through this regiment, see how he comes out of it? I or? mean, it's clear something's wrong. I, yeah. You know, even he's still, he, it's this, it's the weirdest fucking thing of like, so it's like, all right, cool. We, you know, went and got a new dog bed that's flatter. Like, mm-hmm. nothing. He needed a new bed for the living room anyway. Got him a harness instead of the neck thing. So we're not pulling on that. Yeah, that's probably But smart. like, it's the weirdest thing of like, no sleeping in our bed anymore. Put him into the crate or whatever. And he will run out of the crate run to do that ever get in the thing walk totally normal be fine and then i don't i keep saying what i think's happening is that he's in pain like he's got a sore back like we pulled something yeah. right and he can process that and because i'll pick him up and i'll hold him and i'll walk him the stairs and i'll put him there and i'll do whatever and i'll put put him on the couch and he's totally chill about it no big deal but then it'll be like you know day two or whatever we we put him in bed with us while we were just laying around or whatever and it was that thing if he was looking at me and jen like came to pet him and touched his hind end and he yelped Mm. and so i think it's like he's sore if he knows he knows he's sore so if he knows what you're doing to him he's like oh it's gonna hurt a little bit but it's not but then it's the surprise factor if you touch him and then of course i mean adding more anguish to us right because it's not guilt we didn't do anything wrong but you know how this is uh once he yelps from being touched in the hind area, he then well, goes to the other parent, ears back, and looks at the other one like he just fucking hauled off and hit him. <laughs> and like Aww, it was the same thing when no. he got when he was done screaming and we put him down. Like he looked at me like Jen fucking pile drove him. Like I don't. That's not what's happened, man. You got to tell us what's going on. We don't know what's happening. So like, at what point do you go? His quality of life is not great. Anymore. That's the thing. Like right, and like Let's, that's what the weekend's been of. Hopefully it's just the sun setting. We still have some time here, mm-hmm. but it is the same thing of like, well, what does any of this mean? You know what I mean? And that that we have, you know, a, a, a vet appointment already set. Yeah, to I go hope it's to like get Anthony re- Hopkins in Ragnarok, where it's like, oh, I thought you meant to realize I was like, he's still alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they haven't killed him. Just thinking he was going to go. Until but, says goodbye to us and then just turns into like into light. Like, goes yeah, out. it's kind of like a or like like, uh, like uh, he gives you like a special message, sure, sort of thing. Yeah, like, you know. And then you're the you're in a time. fight. You're like, and boosh, 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 and like, yeah, sure. What are you the god of again? I think he's British. So yeah, uh, he's got a normal vet appointment with a normal vet who knows him just to get. It's not a second opinion, but like sure. it's the emergency room. They're just trying to get you know take care of you in the yeah, moment. just the diet. And then I'm I'm this. assuming neurologist after that to figure out what's going on. That's crazy. But then it will be the thing of like, yeah, I don't know. Like it, for me, for us, me, Jen and me, and like it is quality of life, right? Like I don't want him. Like I never want to do. You don't the want thing. him to be in pain constantly, just so that you guys exactly. Don't and I don't want him. And it's like the same him. thing, like right now, where it's like you know he doesn't understand anything. It's happened. Like you know he was excited for his uh, treat the other day, and he was like doing the normal Portillo run around, hop around, being. I'm like stop fucking. And I, you can't stop him. Yeah. There's no way to tell him to stop. And then sure enough, you like bumped the door and like and like you know ran away from me. I'm like. You did that to yourself, idiot. What do you want me to? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, how are you going to do anything? Put him so in a like, big, like, yeah. bumper, like. Sure, sure. Like, floaties. Hamster ball. Put him in floaties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah sure. that was when my, when my uh, parents' dog, Max, uh, when they had to put him down, that was that was a clear, like, because he had lost, the, like, the use of his hind legs. Yes. Yeah. And so at that point, my mom was like, he's very drugged up. He wouldn't let, like, people touch him because yeah. he didn't know what was going on. And so right. if your hand got close to him, he would. He just couldn't pop, like he would just nip at you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when they had to take him out, they'd have to actually carry him out to go to the restroom. Yeah, and, like, and, and that's I, just that's when it's time to say. And goodbye. I don't and like you know what I mean. Like I, the way they described it was you know I think it's a mild uh, you know back thing or whatever. Yeah. So like it, you know and that's gr- I mean, granted been a first opinion. Yeah, of course. You know, you know, I mean, we haven't we all? I blew I blew I blew up my back on a t shirt one time. You know what I mean? But it's that thing of like I don't I do not in my heart of heart right now believe this is it. Like this is the one. 
that we're gonna take him in, they're gonna be like, sorry, this is fucked. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's what it is. Well, but it still is the thing of like, and stuff. Oh, it's sure, fine. but it's also the thing of just like, that's how it's gonna happen now. It's not gonna be that he jumped off the couch when we were doing cooking with Greggy or when my mom time, was yeah. visiting. Now it's going to be anything can happen at any time. <laughs> He's it's just, it's just a fucking time bomb with yeah, a hair just trigger. sitting there. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that's that's really sad. Yeah, I'm sorry so it's been crazy. No, it's fine. Are you, are you guys thinking like, hey, let's. Let's get the like a new pup in here just to transition it over. Or oh, I'm no, no, you know no, people no, do no, that no. where they're like one's going. So let's get. We had a, had a, a, a different we one. know when we when Jen moved and we got married and got the new place and everything. There was a brief discussion of like, do we want to get another dog? And it was that conversation of like, Portillo is such a spoiled brat yeah. that if another dog came in, <laughs> he like, would be guys, so jealous. Really? Exactly right. He would and live like, like another six years. We, <laughs> we don't want <laughs> just out of dislike. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, we just don't want his final years to be like all like getting nipped. Nobody. No, not even that. Not. It wouldn't be the dog annoying him. It would just be him being like, I can't believe you're petting that dog and not me right now. You yeah. know what I mean? Of yeah. like how poor he is on the couch where if Jen and I are separated, he'll go to one of us, get pets, and then go to the other and get the pets. And then keep going back. He yeah, just can't absolutely. settle. You know what I mean? Yeah, you gotta get the pets. Get another dog in there. He's going to be heartbroken if I'm petting that dog and not him or something. Like that effect. He gets mad when we pet each other. Like when I'll rub Jen's foot or whatever, he'll come over and do the... N- n- get under my hand like, to this take is it. my job I have one job here it's yeah, to get I petted get the to understand right, that fuck, this, fuck, fuck <laughs> you, you guys yeah. yeah that's true so it's like just been a weird weekend of this like weird not hangover but like cloud hanging over mm. it of just like Porty's there drugged up laid out you know what I mean we're like we, he's like glass like we want to move him we want to but it's like is that gonna hurt him he's running you can't stop him mm. And then he's just high as fucking oh, cat. No, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. We all knew what happened eventually. Well, hopefully he pulls out of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. We'll see what what everybody says this week in terms of vet appointments and things yeah. like that. But yeah, yeah. Bummer of that's an it. episode. I know, right? What a fucking. I tried to bring it up with with free solo, but I brought it right back to the you perverts. Guys, yeah. You yeah. brought it back to the, the perverts. Yeah. It's, gonna, it's gonna be really weird because the headline of this episode is hundred percent gonna be sex Tim, club. Tim accidentally went to a sex club, yeah. and then like I hope they stop listening after that. No, that's fine. It's that's how that's how the kind of funny podcast. Kind of funny podcast. If you didn't know, this is the kind of funny podcast each and every week. Four best friends gather on this table, each bringing their lives to discuss with you. Nick's got to go to the bathroom again. I, dude, it's fine. Don't worry about it. If you like that, you can go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny where you can get the show early. You can get it live. You can get the pre and post show, which we are about to do the post mm-hmm. show for. Of course, if you have no bucks, you can just get the main show, youtube.com, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe every Friday. But going to patreon.com slash kindoffunny really helps us out. So we hope you consider doing that. It's 2 p.m. Until next time, it's been our pleasure to serve you.